Shit, I'd hate to see what happens when this guy shows up on Nudie Magazine Day. I'm Sam. Ho 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 ho! Merry Garbage Day! This is Jackie. Ricky's Red Revolver Rampage ranks really right up here. I'm Justin, and this is Silent Night, Deadly Night 2 on Stinger Madness. What's that smell? <laughs> I don't know about you, but I'm thirsty as fuck. Thirsty, thirsty, thirsty as fuck. Hey, look at me! Thrill me. If you come back in here, I'm gonna hit you with so many rides, you're gonna beg for a left. Thrill me. Beg for a left. Thrill me. Welcome to Sneaker Madness, a final this year uh, Christmas movie that stinks. Uh, Is it also the final of the year? The final podcast of the year? Yeah. No, we'll probably sneak one in before uh, before New Year's. We'll probably sneak some good, terrible We movie. could do something. I could, I could put us all on the spot and we could oh, do a, a stay-at-home bad movie day field trip with the Michael Bay six underground horse shit that Netflix just spent 150 fucking million dollars on. Spoiler alert. I think we're going to watch that after this podcast. <laughs> Sounds good. <laughs> oh yeah. I'm excited to watch that thing. Uh, yeah. What's that called? Six, six under, underground. Six underground. Yeah. Uh, uh, you expected streaming do's and don't on that next week. Unfortunately, because of the way Netflix is operating, they're not going to put that in the theater, so it won't qualify for this map fuzz. It will not. Yeah, which is too bad, because I bet you it's going to suck. But between that and Outlaw King, Netflix went in $300 million mm-hmm. on movies that can only generate the average revenue that they averagely generate. Wasn't that... Um, oh, no, 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 no. I'm thinking of the a couple years ago with the Will Smith thing, that new Will Smith thing where he... Right was not cheap, but it wasn't $150 right, but million. Right, but the new Will Smith thing with where he's old Will Smith and young Will Smith, that went to the theaters. That, it went okay. to the theaters, and I don't think Netflix, even Netflix wouldn't pay for that yeah, fucking shit. No, we have yet to deal with that. Anyways, we should probably deal with Christmas, because this week, uh, well, I guess this is our last episode before Christmas, so uh, uh, we're going to wish you all a holly jolly happy holidays and a merry christmas because you can wish people happy holidays and merry christmas and you wouldn't be fighting the war on christmas and whenever you want any friday you can just tell somebody it's aloha friday yeah you can do that whenever you want whenever too. you want I mean, every month friday every monday you can wish uh you can wish people in my neighborhood uh happy trash day <laughs> happy trash day <laughs> garbage say day. happy monday and everybody at work look at you like you're fucking asshole yeah. happy monday happy monday case of the mondays uh silent night deadly night 2 from 1986 correct 86 or 87. I've okay. got both dates. Okay. All right. All I'm right. thinking that what happened is, because it didn't get a real release, mm-hmm. it probably played at a theater or two in 86, right. but its real release was pretty much to video in 87. Yeah. Okay. That makes sense. Uh, we did not bother with Silent Night, Deadly Night 1, because I have heard, I knew about this movie, sure. and that if you're going to do both, just do the second one, because you're going to see both of them anyways. Yeah. Uh, but Jackie, you watched Silent Night, Deadly Night one as it were uh without us at some point i'm guessing yeah i well you know me i like christmas so yeah, i always yeah. and look, you like horror movies and, and you like i like horror, horror movies. movies so i i definitely had checked out the first one and 
didn't remember too much about it. Yeah. I remembered the the first set of boobs. Mm-hmm. And then once this once we started watching this one, I'm like, hey, wait a second. This is all shit from the first movie. Right, right. Um, And then I was like, yeah, that was a good movie. It was fucking dumb. Yeah, I've heard that it's pretty mad, though. And it sounds like you uh, experienced that as well because you didn't really remember anything other than that Santa runs around and kills people. But that's that, at the same time, that's like four other horror movies. Because my pick last year was that one where Santa, I can't even fucking remember what it's called. Uh, eventually he gets in the van and becomes Santa. <laughs> the van flies into yeah. space. Yeah, fuck. I can't even think of what that movie was called. It was so. Fiona Apple's dad was in it. Yeah, right. <laughs> That's what I remember about it. I remember forgetting to mention that in the boring bullshit too. It's like the most interesting thing about this movie is that that's Fiona Apple's fucking dad, and then I completely fucking forgot to do that. Uh, well, what have you got on this one? Any good trivia for Silent Night, Deadly Night 2? A little bit, a little okay. bit, a little bit. Um, this is sort of interesting because what it, and it... So there is a documentary that just came out from Scream Factory or Scream... Shell Factory. Oh. What's the other one? Scream... City. City, something like... Scream... They funded it anyway, so there's bathroom. a guy that just did a whole documentary about this. Okay. So I'm going to tread lightly mm-hmm. because the information's out there and I don't want to try to piece together stuff that's... A, but seemingly what happened here is that uh, the original producers wanted to make a lightened blow version of the film for other markets and video. Like instead of an entire tray of cocaine, it's just a just a saucer of well, cocaine? What do you mean, lightened blow? classic things where you do this and you can convince a censor that it's not as bad. So, Oh, oh, you mean uh, uh, Frankenhooker? Yes. Okay. Uh, so basically what they're doing, they don't really want to change any of the original content, mm-hmm. but they wanted to shoot some scenes with a guy in a mental asylum that was just rambling about something that never really happened. And so it's like, well, it didn't really happen. So it can be in any market. Yeah. Oh, that person yeah. got decapitated or the, she got gored by a, a mounted rack deer or something right. like, it's, Oh, it's, it doesn't but matter. it's just imaginary. Yeah. A crazy person yeah. made it up whether they saw it or not. Now they'll be like, Oh, it's could be rated PG. <laughs> Exploding hookers was yeah. also imaginary. Yeah, yeah. There's people having <laughs> gratuitous sex on screen is just someone on screen's imagination. PG. <laughs> the sex scenes in this movie left a lot to be desired. Oh, you think? Okay. Well, actually, the one that they shot for this with uh, the gal from the Vice Squad movies, and uh, she was also in Friday the Thirteenth Part Seven. Okay. Uh, that apparently they had to leave most of that on the cutting room floor. Oh, got a little, uh, little hot and heavy. In it got a little. Well, the purpose of this roadhousey. was to originally lighten the blow and get into other markets, and you've made it more risque than the first one. Bad job, guys. Right. Uh but that's who's. So that's what the, the the point was that. But then uh, Lee Harry, who's the working man of the bunch, that's the quote unquote producers. He's also the director. He's an editor, right? Okay. Uh, mostly commercial work, but he does some movies. Him, Joseph H. Earl, and Lawrence Applebaum come up with better ideas, and they shoot all these other scenes. Okay. <laughs> so they only spent, supposedly the budget of this was 100000 and even on the short theater run, it made back 150000 mm-hmm. But then I read that it was supposed to shoot two days, it shot 10. Okay. And I've seen another figure that was 250000 Yeah. Which is fine because it doesn't matter. The initial video release, even then, or even in the dark days of video releases getting something, you're making it back on two hundred and fifty k. Uh And I'm sure that they've much made it back. This is a cult hit. So. Yeah. It probably made $5 million just 
on blockbuster shelves. Yeah, I and I bet you as soon as uh, the VHS came out, uh, boy, it was it flew off in the nineties. Yes, many many uh, ho- uh, cult people had a copy of this movie. But apparently, that's what happened is that these three just went rogue mm-hmm. and made in their like now it's its own movie. But they kept running into problems like it ended up still being short, so they would shoot something else. <laughs> it ended up still being short, which is, I think, why there's a young version of Ricky. Not because they couldn't get that guy to reprise his role as old Ricky, uh-huh. but old Ricky wasn't available anymore. Right, right. So now they've got this other Ricky. We'll Maybe just... they just really thought that, well, this guy looks like young Ricky, even though he's 24. <laughs> And so is Ricky. I mean, Ricky, young Ricky is like young Ricky. Ricky's a young guy. <laughs> He's, He's not- a young guy. And near as I can tell, I have not found any information that that was not shot for this film. Okay. Like that, was you mean- not, that was not pilfered footage. Okay. The only footage that they pilfered in this was because it seemed a couple times I was like, are they just grabbing any movie that mm-hmm. the original producers had? But no, it looks like the only movie they grabbed from was Silent Light, Deadly right. Night. And the Which rest is of the majority was, of the movie that yeah. they crafted. 40 minutes of this film <laughs> right. is Silent, Deadly Night, and or Silent Night, Deadly Night, and 10 minutes of this film is the closing credits. It's a Silent Night, Deadly Night medley, as it were. Yes. Yeah. So they, they, they shot some stuff, but not, not a whole lot. Uh, if we're wondering on an eyebrow count... <laughs> yep, I, I did wonder about that, because that guy, <laughs> seriously, yeah... 130 times on screen he raises his eyebrows, oh my which God. doesn't seem alarming in a movie until you factor in. It's alarming, that, Sam, that he's only he's he's done it in two days of shooting and that he's only in like 15 percent of the movie at best. If you piece get if you did an eyebrow count in all of the Lord of the Rings extended cuts and then tack on the hobbitses after that, I bet you there's only maybe. 30 eyebrow raises With in all a the characters 20 hour long run this guy is an eyebrow maniac like eric friedman is his name and we need to talk about him eric friedman he, yes he is the uh he is the absolute shining star of this film they couldn't find him the first time that anchor bay did the dvd they wanted him to be on the commentary oh he's he's his deal is as much as important as anything uh, the characters or the actors that were in Troll 2, uh, you know, if, if uh, uh, what's his name, uh, The Room. Uh, Wizzow? No, not Wizzow, the other guy. Uh, George, uh, George? Lazenby. Greg? George Lazenby. <laughs> George Lazenby is a damn fine. Uh, Greg Sestero. Yeah, Greg Sestero. Uh, if Greg Sestero gets to be a guy and go on tour, we need Eric Freeman to hit all of the Comic-Cons. Well, there is. So Anchor Bay couldn't find him. Whoever else was trying to do a DVD commentary next couldn't find him because the, the rights to this thing get tossed around. Mm-hmm. So they couldn't get him for the first couple times they recorded dvd extras and commentaries and things mm-hmm. like that but this documentary when probably the reason it gets made that was released in 2018 they found him they got it's him. called finding eric Freeman, yes I believe. yeah and they actually redo <laughs> is that really what it's no. called <laughs> no it's called like sleigh bells ring the story of silent night deadly night part two uh-huh. um but they they found him they interviewed him he's then i believe it gets a release with the blu-ray version of this movie and he's on the commentary for that now i and they did a short that is another interview of 
Ricky. Okay. But years later. so Right on? It's a, uh, I guess he made it? He made it, which <laughs> actually scratches off the one question I had for the end. Does he make it? Yes, yeah, he does. He does. Um, but yeah, that's that's basically the size of this thing. And uh, the other stuff, there's, I mean, other than that, it's just like, what's her face? The blonde gal that she was in the Vice Squad movies, which if you've watched any of the was it Up All Night USA, mm-hmm, the mm-hmm. Vice Squads were on those, yeah, and right I don't sure. think she's like she's like what's his face that takes over for Gutenberg, because she's not in the first two; she's just in three through six. Okay, yeah, All that's right. that's the caliper we'll be, of the act, acting talent they're well, working with if, here. If that ever comes up in Trivial Pursuit, Sam, I'll be able to fucking slam that down and be like, boom shakalaka, Vice Squad three through seven. Yep, six. spiking that football. Oh, fuck, I would have lost. You would have lost. <laughs> Would have lost, and allegedly David Heavener was who Eric Freeman beat right. for the part of Ricky, which still would have been fun, but it wouldn't have been. This. It wouldn't have been the same. It and I bet it wouldn't have gone awry. Like Heavener would have just showed up for the two days, done his thing, and they wouldn't have wanted to do anything else. Right. They'd just been like, okay, now it can go to Hungary, and it's an imaginary PG movie. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah, I know. Uh, this is. This, I'm glad it worked out. Uh, Jackie, you got any final thoughts before we uh, dive into this jobber? I just expected more lore. More lore of the Ricky and Billy or of Santa? Santa. No, just more information on the guy who played Ricky. Oh, 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 you want more Eric Freeman. Yeah, yeah there's like, not a yeah. lot. What, what happened to him? Where did he go? Well, when you act as bad as R- Eric Freeman did in this movie, you don't get to really work again, I unfortunately. So <laughs> what they did was they shot him at his new job at the diner in this movie. Right. <laughs> it's just, they were just like, hey, we need to do a reshoot. He's like, look, I'm fucking working tonight. And yeah, guys, you're gonna have to come ser- by the I'm, diner. I'm trying to, I'm trying to work here, guys. Sure. Seriously, I got a 15 minute break. Okay, set up in the alley. I, I get it. I'm a much better waiter than I am an actor. But come on, he gets to play a heavies like in one episode of something <laughs> that you've never heard of, or a movie where he's just a heavy and he doesn't get any lines. But yeah, right. his career is pretty much over. But it wasn't really like taking off until this. No, like, <laughs> he got to play a heavy a few times. He gets this, gives it his go, and then. Maybe not in the cards. He gives it every single bit of acting that there is that in the world. Eyebrows can he give. had to borrow some acting from many people to have that much acting in this movie. He he's like the dinner theater guy. Oh, he's he's that you know that he works his day job and that this is like a hobby for him, but he's he's he takes it very seriously and he's just waiting for somebody to to find him at this crappy dinner dinner theater and recruit him into the movies. Well, if I know one thing, Jackie, about uh, getting picked over David Hevener because you're good looking, you probably don't actually give a shit about acting. You're just coasting through life because you are naturally good looking. Yeah. Yeah. That's what I want out of life. Yeah, I would like to be good looking. When um, they, really nice. When they say, oh, there was another guy that we're casting that was a much more experienced and a much better actor... And then you dig into the internet and you find out that person is David Heavener. <laughs> and they said that about him in regards to you. you can't act your way out of a paper bag. No, and that's no, fine. Act, acting's not your thing. Acting's not your thing. Yeah. All right. Okay. <laughs> Just being good looking is your thing. Yeah. Um, all right. Uh, hey, there ain't no shame in that. Yeah. He was quite buff. Yeah. He's a buff dude. Yeah, he's a um, dude. And he definitely has the gym walk. Like, I the just g- blew up your toilet walk when he. Why is that a gym walk? I just, I just, everybody that I've ever met that either bodybuilds or, you know, does uh, strongman or whatever, right? They always uh-huh. got that really straight, you know, walking posture with their arms like 
yeah. kind of out to the what is, side. Yeah, but what does that have to do with blowing up toilets? Well, because my brother-in-law. Oh, okay, okay. Blew up the toilet, and he, he's a bodybuilder, and they had to close. So all court. of them blow up. Toilets yeah, the now. way protein blows up toilets. Yeah, if you eat that much broccoli, you're gonna blow up some toilets. Yeah, yeah. I mean, <laughs> going to a forty-five hundred calorie a day diet. Toilets explode. Toilets explode. <laughs> and I just have to wonder if that was part of the 10 days mm-hmm. is that they had some toilet backups. Yeah, right. And they were like, look, we're going to have to shoot over here now because the toilets are black backed up. Or did say, that one's not backed up. It's halfway to China. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Silent Night, Deadly Night, part two. Guess what day it is? Christmas Eve in the interrogation room or wherever this is. Is it a loony bin? Where, it's where? supposed to be a loony bin or a prison or something. It's just a nondescript location where you get interrogated by Well, it seems like that guy's in or orderly. Yeah. Yeah. But so it's an, it's an asylum. But either way, it just looks like a... He's a guy in a chair in a room with tile. Yeah, but the, you're, missing, you're missing a big point here is if it's an asylum, he has skipped his trial. There's no like uh, the the uh, the psychiatrist is there asking him questions about the crimes he's just committed and it kind of seemed to me like he's in some kind of loony bin but he's already had the trial because the doctor keeps saying things like your time's running out like he's been convicted and he's which he's going to get the death penalty which would make it seem like he hasn't had the trial yet maybe he's being evaluated at the asylum to see if he's fit to stand trial? We'll put him in the asylum! Well, that's what they do if they think you're nuts. I don't think... Th- I think the cops ask you some questions about the crimes you just committed and first then they're, rather than be like, well, this guy's clearly insane. When you show up and shoot him, or don't shoot him, you show up and be like, oh, this guy just killed a bunch of people. Let's put him in the bin. No, you go to you go to fucking jail first. They ask you a bunch of questions, and then they're like, you know what? This guy might be insane. No, your lawyer gets a psychologist to come in, and then they determine whether they oh, have to bring you. So, so Doc the police, Henry yeah, is no, the, uh, on his team, as it were. Yeah, but you don't get to stay in jail. You have to go to the asylum. Okay. You have to go to the treatment okay. center. So, so, because uh, if it was just the police, you know, with current interrogation, they'd be like, yep, you're fine. You're can you just sign the paper get a confession we're gonna zap you right wait like with tasers no with the electric the chair electric chair oh <laughs> sam's putting it softly like they tried to do in this movie don't tase me bro this isn't a taser it's a bug zapper it's a big bug <laughs> here put this helmet on all right on this helmet so you know the scene uh, now what's happening in the scene uh, is uh, bananas because it's high drama and stink eyes for about five minutes. <laughs> four, uh, four minutes and 30 seconds of nothing but just shots of this orderly and this guy sitting in a chair. Giving each other stink eyes. Giving each other stink eyes. Massive stink eyes. The most stinky stink eyes you've ever seen are happening. I mean, both of their eyes are screaming, motherfucker at each other. Oh, yeah. Like, these guys seem to have history. Like, this orderly's like, don't fuck with me, bro. Do not fuck with me. And the guy's like, oh, I'm trying hard yeah. with these eyeballs. No, I... Ex- well, and he's got a lighter. Right. Yeah, you shouldn't You're have a, a lighter. You're a fucking loony bin. You, you shouldn't have a lighter. You no goddamn lighter. No, you get matches at best. You don't get any of that shit. You don't shit. get any you of get, that shit. T- this is the 1980s, guys. You can smoke cigarettes. You can smoke cigarettes, but... The orderly would probably have to light them for you. No, you don't want to get too close because he'll grab your arm and chew it off. Yeah. 
I don't know. This orderly seems like he's intimidated to the point where he doesn't want to turn his back on him because he might be raped. Oh, I kind of think that this orderly is looking for trouble. He's in there like, you, let's do this, motherfucker. I'm ready for you. It seems to me that they've reached a standoff where mm-hmm. he's like the baddest man in blue mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and then the baddest man in white, and they just want to go. Like He's like, oh, you think you're a bad criminal? I've been busting asses like yours for 15 years. Throw down, son. Yeah, this is day six. They're waiting for high noon to come. Oh, yeah. Yeah. It's going to be some serious shit. <laughs> All right, well, Doc Henry comes in, who apparently, according to Sam's theory, is a attorney-appointed uh, psychiatrist to say, yep, this guy's nuts. Uh, he can't go to the chair. Uh, he comes in. He's pretty Mr. Friendly. He's like, you can call me Henry. You can call me uh, You can call me Doc, but just don't call me late for dinner. And uh, Rick's like, fuck off. <laughs> it's like his first thing he says in the entire movie. Fuck you. Fuck off. Fuck off. Buddy. <laughs> And he, yeah. I'm already in love with Rick. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> and he is at 15. Um, so Doc Henry starts asking him questions. And he's like, uh, they've got, they're recording the whole thing. And we, we should note that how we're going to have to narrate this is we're not going to come back to Ricky and uh, Doc Henry in the room very often because most of them, most of their scenes together is like, oh, yeah. And then what happened? Well, I'll tell you if you shut your fucking mouth, butt fucker. Yeah. And a little bit of you're the 13th doctor that's come in here. And the doctor's like, good. 13's my lucky number. Oh, uh, damn it. I don't have a witty retort to that. Yeah. And at one point, the doctor asks, we'll just get the doctor seats out of the way. Mm-hmm. And at one point, the doctor asks him, what do you see outside those windows? Like, why, why, why the fuck are you asking him that? I see fucking trees and a fucking sun. Is there a window? There's fucking yeah, there's a cars window in there, there oh. motherfucker. Ah, people's driving to the grocery store. If I was a grocery store, I'd eat you because that's what grocery stores do, motherfucker. And Doc Henry's like, dude, okay, man, tone it down, yeah. seriously. And also, what's with the eyebrows? Yeah, and he's like, how do you know anything? Right, right, right. <laughs> he just totally basically calls him a fucking liar uh-huh. right to his face. You don't know shit. You were like two year, two months old when all this shit went down. I know what happened because my brother told me. Well, the first question is, who killed your parents? It was Santa Claus. Flashback to when... The first movie. For quite a while. Quite a while. When Ricky was a baby. An ugly baby. <laughs> Through the eyes of baby Ricky. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, Not in a car seat, mind you. Right. Well, hey, man. This is the 80s. We don't care about car seats. They didn't yeah. even have them. In the but... 80s, we were safe back then. That's... Put the baby on the hood. Yeah. If you if you hold <laughs> on to the baby, it's a lot safer than if they're in a chair in the back behind the seat. Because you put... if you're, you can hold on to them really tight if you get no car accident. Sure. Yeah. Safety first, Sam. Yeah, and if you're driving, you just drink as much as possible so that you fold over the steering wheel harmlessly. You don't want to get bored while you're driving, Sam. That's dangerous. That so is you've got to drink a bunch. Uh, and you've been drinking all day at work, so how right. are you going to stop to drive home? But that's yeah. crazy talk. Yeah, that's uh, safety first, Sam. Drink while you drive and hold a baby in your lap because, you know, it's just logistics. Yep. Dumb, dumb. 
and let the kid in the back play with sharp objects. Well, without a seatbelt, you know, you you don't want him like uh, pinching you while you drive, and sure. him, him him going, "Hey, Dad, where's my sharp objects?" Just make sure he has the sharp objects before you get in the car. These Safety blunt first. toys are boring. Are we there yet? <laughs> then you have to pull over and beat him half to death. Right. That's it's, just is takes up a bunch of time. You hold up traffic yeah. when you're beating your child on the side of the road. I mean, damn. No, nothing about parenting. Um, okay, so he's a baby, and the his brother Billy is about like five, six, somewhere in there. He's a cute little kid. Uh, he wants to uh, stay up and see Santa that night. Like Santa's coming in. Let's stay up all night and see him. And his mom's like, uh, "No, you can't do that because then he'll then you'll be naughty yeah. because." Naughty boys go don't go to bed when they're supposed to. I'm just going to get this out of the way. Our kid's stupid. What the fuck, man? How do you believe in Santa? You got to know it's horse shit. Well, I mean, you, once you figure out it's horse shit, it happens to everybody. But at the same time, you're getting fed the crap from people that you're supposed to trust. <laughs> your fucking parents. I mean, they're giving you the sharp objects, but they're lying right you're to like, your face. You justice where your parents, we know it's best for me. You look back and you're like, you drank all day, drove around drunk, told me that fucking imaginary things existed. Beat the, what the fuck? <laughs> uh, so sure enough, uh, he doesn't have to worry about it because as they're driving down the road, uh, there's fucking Santa broke down in the middle of the road. And he's not broke down in a sleigh. He's broke down in a station wagon, implying that, like, a red no, station. No, dude, that was a fucking Oldsmobile Cutlass. Oh, was it? That thing, yeah, a little, little work on that. That's a okay. hot machine. All right. so And it's red. Is yeah. is he actually broken down, or is this just a way to murder people? It's just a way to murder people. Then why is he Santa? Well, he... Because he escapes from a mental institute. The, the, Santa, the Santa murderer does? Yeah. yeah the Santa okay. mur- in the first right. movie, he escapes by uh, knocking, killing the Santa Claus at the loony bin okay. puts okay. on his mm-hmm. puts on his clothes okay. and that's how he sneaks out oh all right so it's just a it's just a, a, a disguise yeah. it's not necessarily right. like he this guy doesn't have some sad obsession he's just no it's he's stolen <laughs> most likely and i guess that princess to go like go back to where you're asking about the asylum like this is a thing that's symptomatic of the time like oh we can't do what we should be able to do with criminals they're all just pretending they're crazy mm-hmm. right mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. we got to be able to shoot these fuckers on sight yep Yep. Yeah, Dirty Harry. Yeah, right. Let make the kid in the back seat do it so he doesn't get bored, you know? No. Yeah, teach right. him how to do things. Teach him how to fight crime the right way while he's young. Yeah, that's just the rules of the road. Um, So he's this Santa's broke down, uh, and they're like, hey, can we? Oh, my God, he's got a gun. And sure enough, the Santa blows them away. Uh, little Billy manages to get out of the car and then watches his mom get uh, her throat cut. So. Well, Santa's going to rape her, and she yeah, won't sit doesn't. still, oh. and she slaps him in the face, and he gets pissed and slices her throat open. Yeah, right. But her boobs are hanging out, and, you know, this no. is the first set of boobs. Oh, yeah, the boobs are a running theme. Uh, uh, in Unwanted boob exposure uh, is a running theme in this movie. Uh, there's a lot of ladies whose shirts want to stay on, but somehow yeah. seem to can't. It's yeah, they, it's the same thing at least three times with the shirt rip. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Really? Yeah. Well, yeah. they even have a shirt rip for a man. Right. Right. I mean, what this tells me is that clothes in the eighties were not great. 
because <laughs> they just rip right off. Well, you saw Hulk Hogan when he did his shirts, man. You know those things were uh, not made by, uh, you know, made in the USA. <laughs> you know, actually, they were made no, in the USA. They're like, <laughs> Korean garments taking our jobs and this crap. <laughs> and as you're saying that, his American shirt just falls <laughs> off because it's shit made by somebody who doesn't want to do it. Right. Uh, okay. So, uh, Billy is traumatized, uh, and he, then Doc is like, okay, so what happened next? Uh, well, then we went to the orphanage, the nun's orphanage, and, uh, they're, they're living there. Uh, Billy seems like, you know, he's not a broken child. He's got issues, sure, but he's holding it together pretty well. It seems like he's doing... Just normal Billy stuff until Christmas shows up. And then he's like starts having flashbacks and stuff. But at the same time, the chief nun lady, even if you didn't see your parents get murdered right in front of you, would probably give you some issues. Like if you're just a normal kid that didn't have murdered parents and you go and see Mother Superior, you're going to come out of there a broken child because she's bad. She's not nice. Um, But he's. She's awful, and yeah. it also tortures him. We're also seeing the uh, the majestic landscape of Utah here. Oh yeah, nice. You're under Utah plates. I had to look up it was uh, Herber, Utah. I don't mm. even know where that is. But I have no idea. It's pretty not nice. I think the orphanage also uh, comes back in uh, the first season of True Detective. I think they find the bodies behind the orphanage. I think that's the. I'm I mean the set. Or that, that set. Lo- the location. That building. Yeah. Was built in every state, all over, everywhere. Yeah, a lot for a long time. Yeah, I guess that's true. But uh, this one in particular, very. I'm I'm getting hairs on the back of my neck. Pretty. There's one that looks just like that in Pocatello. You don't fucking know anything. That's what I thought. I wanted. I was like, I bet that's in Pocatello. You don't even know. And it's not. You don't know a goddamn thing. It's from True Detective. It's from True Detective. It is season. Woody was there, man. Was that in Utah? Season. Season? The second season was bullshit. <laughs> yeah, it was. They were like, hey. I didn't really like the first, first season, season I mean, the first season, but it was passable. You're like, okay, yeah. this is decent television. They're like, you know what people want? They want Colin Farrell and Vince Vaughn to be the detectives. Yeah. Oh, yeah, and you're yeah. like, no, they don't. No, they do not. Okay, anyways. So, um... There's one sister uh, uh, trying to uh, help this little boy out because she's like, dude, his parents were murdered by fucking Santa. Yeah. And you keep cramming Santa shit down his throat, bitch. What the fuck? And she's like, well, you're not in charge. So why don't you put your head in the toilet? Because that's how nun orphanages work. Punishment is good. Yeah. We're going to punish the Santa fear out of this kid with Santa punishment. Sammy, you're Catholic. Sort of. Well, yeah, I ran away from it screaming at 12 as well. Yeah. Do, uh, do you, uh, you got more nunning experience than Jackie and I. Are nuns actually like this or are nuns cool? Some of them are. Okay. Some of them aren't. Okay. Like, it's right. like anything else. Yeah, there's some. There was like at St. Anne's on Sunday. You just didn't want to have your hands on the fucking desk. Because? Because if you weren't. God said, "Thou shalt not put hands directly on into her eyes with the complete and full attention of a child who loves to hear about Jesus." <laughs> the knuckles get cracked. 
It wasn't even like I was a bad kid. It was just like not paying attention to some of the most boring shit. Oh, yeah. That you've ever not paid attention sure, to. Of course. Yeah, you're in Crack. that section of the Bible where it's just like reading oh, Ancestry.com. No, that's the best part. <laughs> Is the they, Bible? They they veer off just into like how that nun thinks that you should behave. They freelance all over the fucking place with what's good and bad, uh-huh. and good children behavior and all that, and then knuckle cracks. It's, so it's it's uh they're they're loosey goosey with the rules, right? It's fast uh, and loose, man. Yeah, it's yeah. uh you make it up as you go. Every uh there's no set of of rules to be to make it through nun class. You just well, they, whatever you, you know, feel is appropriate. There's only so much source material you can tell the kids everything out of the Bible, so you just fill in the gaps with, "Yep, that's bad." Broken cracks. <laughs> <laughs> okay, all right, all right. So uh, this movie is at least uh, accurate as far as we can tell. As far as that, it's fifty-fifty good and bad nuns here. Yeah. Um. So they end up uh, uh, seeing he like the nuns, the good nuns, like come outside. Meet the other children. Build a snowman. Be a kid. It's okay. The, I'm sorry about your parents, you know, uh, but I'm here for you. If you ever want to talk about it, come over and talk to me. But let's, you know, let's get you outside and get some fresh air and stretch those legs. And uh, he's like, okay, I'll come. And then she closes the door in his face. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and meanwhile, she's fucking setting his ass up because he's under house arrest pretty much. Yeah, I don't. He can't leave his he's room not for allowed. some reason. Yeah, and she's like, you know what you should do? You should leave your room. He's like, okay, you're right. He's like, gotcha, bitch. Gotcha, bitch. Because he goes out, and on his way downstairs, he, like, hears some people porking and looks in through a keyhole, and sure enough, I'm guessing one of the other nuns is getting banged by some adult man. I don't know what he's doing at the orphanage. Or what, what, he's the uh, janitor. You think that's the same janitor that comes in to play later? Yeah. Okay, let's just go with that, because what I am. Uh, and so Nurse Ratchet comes out, and she's like, Hey, you looking at people porking? And then she's like, I'll deal with you in a minute. It goes in there and starts beating the shit out of these people that are porking. Mm-hmm. And like, bitch, well, I'm a grown ass man. You can't tell me who to pork or not to pork. He's saying that. But at the same time, she's beating him mercilessly mm-hmm. with, with his own belt. <laughs> it's his belt. She pulls his belt out of his pants and she's probably leaning in buckle first on this guy. And he's like, punishment. I was about to tell you something, but you are beating the shit out of me. Please stop. What if uh, what if they were into the little uh, a little bit of the dark love? In that room, you know, with the little cat of nine tails and the nipple clamps. And she comes in there and starts like, I will punish you. And they're like, yes, please. Yes, please. We've been very <laughs> naughty. And then Step on my throat. It takes about two hours and she doesn't really get into the sexy stuff, but she does have to finish with the cigarette. Right. <laughs> She's like, I just beat you guys for three and a half hours. I feel great. I feel great. I need a smoke. Did you come? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Like okay. 20 times. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. It's a very, very, uh, very gross room in there now. Yeah. <laughs> Sticky. Um, so Billy gets his butt whipped as well for leaving his room. Yeah. And uh, that he he's told, you know, there's two types of people in this world. Good ones and naughty ones. And the naughty ones get punished. 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 Punishment so, is good. Yeah. Right. She says that. Punishment is good. Mm-hmm. It's very uh, Orwellian. Or Catholic. Or Catholic. <laughs> Same thing. You know. Okay. Not punishing you physically, they're punishing you with the goddamn heaviness of Catholic guilt. Yeah. Uh, so now he's having nightmares, uh, and he tries to get away. He wakes up in the middle of the night and tries to get away from his room. I guess that's where the nightmares live. And so he's busted again, and this time they tie him to his bed. 
Sort of. Sort of. <laughs> like if he would just stop struggling and just pull his hand out. Yeah, they're pretty loose it loose ties. Seems like the only way he's able to stay tied up is to keep tension on it mm-hmm. in just the right direction. Otherwise they will just fall off. No, she knows he's gonna freak out all night. So uh, you know, all you gotta do is relax. It's a little uh little Pavlovian. It's a Chinese finger trap. Oh yeah, yeah, there you go. Yeah. Pavlovian's yeah. not even the dogs and the bell. Mm-hmm. It's it's the same thing. Yeah. 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 It's yeah. all she's it's all just, connected. Yeah. It's a safety net. <laughs> I can't sleep until somebody ties me to a bed. Right. And then rings a bell and <laughs> new sheets. <laughs> Somewhere a dog barks. Uh, <laughs> so <laughs> <laughs> So they they then make him sit on Santa's lap. It's now Christmas of some year. And Mall Santa's like, come tell me what you want. And he's like, I don't want to sit on that guy's lap. He killed my fucking parents. And they're like, you have to. Otherwise, you're naughty, little boy. Yep. So she's like, confront your fears. And he's like, I did. Boom. He fucking I knocks fucking Santa out with a Santa left. <laughs> Not even a right. It's just a left. Santa lost some teeth. Yeah. No, he goes down. <laughs> he goes down hard. Like that kid punched him across the room. It's awesome. <laughs> and he falls into the tree. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. And it's like, okay. I mean, it'd be a hell of a punch if you were a grown-ass man, but this is a fucking 10-year-old child just belted you, Santa. Yeah. <laughs> the the velocity and the power was amazing, but it was also a tiny fist. Right. So it's even more of a wound. <laughs> it's mentally disturbing. Like, I got my ass kicked by a 12-year-old. Yeah, how do you go on after that? Oh, God. So, what you in for? What happened? What's, what are you getting stitches? Don't want to talk about it, Doctor. <laughs> Can we move on? Um, eventually, it's Billy's 18th birthday. No, and- no, you, you skipped over the Santa Claus corner thing. Oh, I don't have a note for that. Oh, my God. Okay. So they, so he knocks Santa out. So, th- and I have a question about this. Okay. Because he runs upstairs, right? And he goes and sits in a corner. Who does? Billy? Yeah. 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 And then Santa Claus follows him upstairs I don't remember that. And he's just like, please don't punish me. I, I'm not a bad kid. And I, then. I thought that was Nurse What's Her Name or uh, Mother Superior. No, it's Santa Claus. Huh. And then the Ricky is like, I could hear the, him screaming. And they ignored it. So did Santa Claus beat him? Probably. Probably. Did, or did Santa Claus rape this kid? Why would you go there? Why is. What's your. In, like. No, he beat him. He, he even says. Please, sir, don't beat me. Why would you initially, like, oh, well, then he's raping him. No, he's beating him. What's with your fucking weird twisted mind? It's the 80s. Yeah, no, he's just beating him, Jackie. You're, th- you're overthinking shit. It depends on whether this orphanage is at Penn State. Oh. Oh. You mean Ohio State? No, it's Penn State. Oh, there's Ohio State, too. What? Yeah. You don't know about the Jim Jordan shit? No, I don't really watch college football outside of Boise State was, anymore. That was wrestling, dude. Oh, Jim jo- Senator. Yeah, or, yeah, no, yeah. U.S. He's a representative. Rep, yeah, bad guy. Yeah, yeah. J Y M, J Y G Y M Jordan. Um. <clears throat> anyways, why are we talking about that? Um. Yeah. Okay. But I thought the I thought the brother died at this point. No, because then. But you've seen the. You're the only one that's seen the first movie. Yeah, in the first movie though, it's it's not. 
Okay, yeah, that that makes sense. <laughs> okay, hold on. <laughs> yep, that makes sense. For whatever reason, I thought he was going to die in this Santa Claus scene, but then you're right. Why would I think that? Because he has major murdered major retcon on the first movie, halfway through the second one. <laughs> Nobody makes it. Nobody makes it. All right, so eventually Billy turns 18, and uh, he gets a job at a toy store. Mother Superior gets him a job. As Santa, as a final parting gift to the most fucked up childhood ever. Yeah, what a bitch. Like, dude, come on. I mean, come on. Seriously, you know he's going to come back and murder you at some point. You are doing this to yourself eventually. Mm. Come on. Good God. Uh, Also, he's 18. He could be like, fuck you. No, I'm not doing Santa. Fuck you. Fuck you. Fuck you. She's like, well. And he gets, you know, he does that. You don't have another job, and you don't have any money, then, so... Then get a fucking beard and one of those frilly coats uh, and start sticking your thumb out on traffic, uh, and, and then you go and have an adventure. You find Billy Jack, and you guys team up and do good stuff together, and you forget about Santa for the rest of your life. Or Midnight Cowboy happens. Oh, oh that fuck. Me too. <laughs> Whoa. Whoa. Uh... He's so he now he's he's essentially a mall Santa and kids are sitting on his lap and he's threatening to murder them and the parents are like damn he's good at this shit mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean look Dude, at what him. a great Santa God, he's just so good it's good at these kids yeah this is a little bit about like taking a walk down memory lane as well because I'm watching the backgrounds uh, in the toy store shots and seeing toys that I owned or I wanted to own. Mm-hmm. As a kid. Yeah, there's a lot of licensed property in the shot. Yeah, like there was a He-Man, some Mm -hmm. Care Bear stuff. I was like, oh, all that stuff was so cool. Now toys are just cheap plastic pieces of shit that fall apart. Spoiler alert, they were cheap plastic pieces of shit back then, too. Well, they were a little heftier. No, they weren't. To go back and buy a a toy from the 80s and be like, God, I remember these being better built. Nope, they were trash. You just didn't know any better. (laughs) And the quality of the plastic, though heavier, was like half as strong. Yeah, and the paint. Oh, the paint. The paint was made of lead, so it was good. Right. No. It it, it was delicious. That is not not true. If you licked the paint, it it came right off. Yeah, no, it's because it wasn't made of lead anymore. They they got rid of that before us. No, I'm pretty sure it was made of lead. No, I thought, really? Why, Why else would I lick it? Because you're a weird kid. Yeah, dude, you're fucking moron. The paste was non-toxic, and I ate enough of that to you know, make a buffet. You're, Yeah, why would you eat the non-toxic paste? Again, you're in the back of the car with knives. What else <laughs> are you going to do, Sam? You're eating non-toxic paste? You I gotta, did. You got to get fucked up, man. That's, uh, that's, that's prime getting fucked up time. I just thought it was a delicious snack. Yeah, well, it is still delicious, but you got to have the toxic stuff so you start seeing shit while you're playing with sharp objects in the back of your car. That's Otherwise, true. you're going to get bored and bother your dad, and then he's going to turn around and belch you and then crash the car. Safety first, get fucked up. Yep. God, every time with you, I'm trying to be all not safe. <laughs> <laughs> How dare you, sir? <laughs> I am the unsafetyest. <laughs> non-toxic paste um all right so uh it's now christmas party office christmas party time i guess with their four employees at a toy store i don't think this place has an office christmas party it also should i mean it's big enough that there's more than six of them that work there yeah maybe i don't know at any given point i don't know or they're just only open from nine to five do you think toys r us has 
office Christmas parties when they were in business. No, dude, you're a toy star. You're getting paid minimum wage and your boss is a dick. You don't show up. with the, Oh, oh, if I don't show up, what are you going to do? Fire me from my minimum wage job? Bummer. They don't have office Christmas parties. This, this place does, does. This seems like it's a little impromptu, though. Okay. Like, just some louders came out and the party happened. Yeah, and uh, the boss just happens to have six-fifths of booze in his desk. This is the 80s. Yeah. Uh, yeah, right. He's being safe. Good He's point, being Jackie. safe. Yeah, be- How's he supposed to drive home? Man. Star drinking when you drive? That's Close ridiculously yeah. dangerous. <laughs> Close one. Um, <laughs> so uh, a couple coworkers of his go into the stockroom to, to bang. Um, and, uh, he's like, oh, okay, well, I know what Santa does on Christmas Eve, so I'm going to go in there and, uh, kill them both. Mm. Well, he, the guy starts raping her. Yeah. She's, she's like, no, no. And then he rips her sweater off. I don't know what she was doing in that stock room in the first place. Like, where you, what do you like? That's you're going to go bang, right? Like, I don't know. What's she doing there? She thought it was going to be. Gentle pecking. They like they were actually gonna stock toys. <laughs> it was yeah. inventory time. She's like, "You're right. We are out of Betsy Booba. <laughs> we should go get some more and put them out here, even though Christmas is fucking over." Wait a minute. You're not here for Betsy Booba. How dare you, sir? Psh. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, he's like, "I am." Wait. At least I'm thinking of her when I'm raping you. Yeah. Right. Because he's weird. Yeah, he's he's yeah, he's a weird dude. But either way, like he Billy doesn't kill him because he's a rapist. He kills her too. Well, she decided that he's bad and that she kind of wanted to get raped, I guess. I don't know. But he kills her. Right. I guess with something sharp, but it looks like he just punches her in the stomach and she dies. Yeah. And the boss comes in, he's shit-faced cuz he's safe. And uh, mm-hmm. uh, he gets killed by... Doesn't feel a thing, though. No. Uh, he, he gets a axe to the he chest. He gets a hammer. Oh, the hammer in the head. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. And then the last lady that's there, she gets an arrow in the back. Because they had archery at toy Art, stores. Toy store. Yeah. yeah. yeah very, well, yeah. they had lawn darts, too. Don't don't forget about those. Yeah, of course. I mean, it's actually, it's actually safe because the kids could be playing with hand grenades. So instead, you give them bows and arrows, real ones, and lawn darts so that they... For safety. Never seen a picnic bear attack and people try to defend themselves with a badminton set? Right. Doesn't fucking work. Yep. Nope. Yep. Need uh, the lawn darts. Yep. Bow and arrow for safety. Um, children's safety. So now he's just going around and killing anyone that screws, I guess, because I'm sure it probably is established in the first movie who the next people are that get murdered. But in this one, it doesn't. There's just some people porking and he shows up in the middle of their house and is like, die, fuckers, from porking. From porking. <laughs> you deserve it, I guess. And he sticks Lene Quigley on a deer. Was that her? Yeah, it was. Okay. All right. Yeah. No, I could draw those things from memory. I've seen them enough now. Yeah. Um. Yeah, he chucks the other guy out the window. It's a good window chuck. I like that. After he rips off his finely crafted sweatshirt, <laughs> it comes off like gr- breakaway pants. <laughs> My shirt. Uh, so now the police are on the lookout for a murderous Santa, and they're just going around arresting whatever Santa they can fucking find. I mean, it's Christmas time. There's plenty of Santas, and they're like, lock them all up. We got to round them all up, all the Santas. One dad almost gets his fucking head blown off. I'm yep. surprised he didn't, you know, shoot and, first. You know, in, in the, the police's defense, 
this is this dad's got a weird Christmas routine. Yeah, he where does. He goes into his daughter's window right. by ladder while the rest of his family isn't in there. Uh-huh. Wakey, wakey. Um, it's me, Santa. I'm pretty sure he come through the chimney, Santa. And, I, you know, he doesn't get shot and their family stays together. But I think the police stopped something from happening there. Uh, maybe not enough. <laughs> maybe not enough. gone further. Like, it's like, oh, it's dad. And then he turns to the wife. He's like, why is he going in here on the ladder? And she's like, what the fuck? <laughs> Gary? Got some explaining to do. Oh, Gary's going to a hotel that night. <laughs> yeah, right. Uh, Gary might be going someplace else. Yeah. Uh, bottom of the lake. Um, there's some kids out sledding, and they're like, Woo, ultimate hill. We found the best hill in the valley. Yay. <laughs> <laughs> and it's not enough to sled on. Brand new, fresh snow that nobody's ever walked on. Yay. Yeah. It's clumpy, <laughs> fucked up, shitty snow. And it's not steep enough. The entire you crew get... has trampled all that snow. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, the director's standing in the middle of the shot, you know, make, making a snow angel. And the kids are like, wee, so much snow. He's not. There's mule shit everywhere. <laughs> fresh, clean snow that's yep. never been pooped on. So, Yay. Let's <laughs> Fresh powder, clumpy yellow and brown snow. It's the best snow we've ever seen on this very steep hill. Wee. Uh, and then these two older boys. Yeah. Some bullies come. Some They're bullies like come. Who are drunk 25-year-old dudes. <laughs> <coughs> and they're like, hey, kids, beat it. This is our super sweet hill. Yeah. This is, this is our sled hill. Yeah. Give me your sleds. Yeah. And so they go sledding, and it's, it's so bad. They're moving the, at none miles per hour. The first guy has to, like, try to get out of the shot by hand <laughs> on the sled when there isn't enough incline for the fucking thing to move. Push me. And then the next one is like, well, we don't want it to be too steep that the actors get hurt, so they're just barely moving. <laughs> they're not moving I, at all. I wouldn't be surprised if there was a rope tugging them along. And they're like, woo, yeah! Whoa! Whoa! Let's catch some nar-nar, bro. Yeah, right. Extreme. Drop on in. Get pitted, He's bro. getting pitted. <laughs> All right, so, uh, but Billy's there, and he chops the second dude's head off. Yeah. His body comes down to the hill with no head on. It's pretty cool. I th- but I, I guess the, the other head- guy doesn't get killed, does no, he? No, no, he doesn't. Not in this movie, at least. Yeah. Uh, so back at the orphanage, orphanage, it's uh, Christmas morning, and the kids are out playing. And uh, Billy Santa shows up, and he's walking towards the kids. And the cops are there, and they're like, "Stop, motherfucker! Don't move one more step, or I'll blast you!" And the guy keeps walking and gets blasted in the back, and uh, Santa's dead in front of everybody. But it's the janitor, it wasn't Billy. Good job, <laughs> cops. And I'm pretty sure he landed on a kid, and that kid's still down there. <laughs> <laughs> and the one that had the blood splatter on him. Right. He was standing there like he looked like he w- he was seriously just kind of fucked up from from that whole scene. I Isn't that Ricky? Me. No. Oh, because I thought it was him. No, it was. I might have supposed no, to have been oh. Ricky. But he it, was it was a different character. It was a different actor. Oh. Again, in this movie, 16 people play the same role because they couldn't piece shit together. Yeah. So was that Ricky then? I think, I think it's, it's supposed, supposed to be. be. But that kid looked horrified. Like yeah. he did. He, like nobody told him that this was going to happen. Uh-huh. 
and then it did, and he was like, oh, my God. Nothing like a cop to shoot it in the general direction of children. You know, I mean, nothing like that. It's not like, you know, I mean, come on. Guys. Yeah. Come no, on. he's a trained law enforcement no. professional. That's a 38. No. He knows there's going to be no exit wounds. <laughs> Those are stopping dead center in the middle of Santa, provided that he hits him. We don't know. Trained law enforcement he's, officer. He's been drinking all day. If you ever tried to shoot a Santa at point blank sober, it's not easy. Yeah, well, you know, you don't want, uh, if, if you're sober, then, you're, then your reflexes are a lot sharper and you might shoot yourself prematurely. Yeah. So you want to slow those reflexes down so that you can line up your shot name perfectly. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so you know, the depressants are very good for, for loaded guns. And law enforcement in general. And law, Yeah, of course. You don't want the stress of the job then affecting your ability to do the job. So you got to go in and work drunk. Yeah. Yeah, safety. And then when they tell you there's a wrong sound, you're like, ah, fucking what are you? You're not sure. Well, <laughs> he tells the nun pretty much, I, what do you want me to fucking do about it? I saved you. You don't know. That guy could have uh, maybe done some crime later. Yeah. The you last don't know. Wrong Santa was a bad guy. Yeah. yeah. He was a bad guy. <laughs> <laughs> and then he starts going, and it's almost like, who fucking cares? I shot a janitor. That's kind of the, the way that he was talking yeah. about it. Like, do do? Big deal. You find somebody else to clean your toilet. Yeah, I'm staying here and protecting these kids. The cop does not get in trouble. <laughs> no, no, he's like, fuck it. Oh, and I left the body out there in the front of the orphanage. Right, on top of a child. <laughs> uh, yeah, he's freelancing, and he's going to watch the orphanage, and he goes downstairs into the basement for some reason. I guess he's just, like, walking around looking for somebody to shoot now. Yeah. Uh, cool. And uh, there's nothing in the basement, so when he comes back up, Billy's there. Yeah, Billy's there and chops him in the chest with the axe. He's mm-hmm. dead. Cool. This was a good fall, too. Punished. And he looked great when he was down there at the bottom of the stairs. Like, like completely mangled. Like, it, you know, like he'd fallen way more stairs, down way more stairs than, you know, just well, pretend that he did. He did get hit in the chest with an axe, so, I mean. He looked great. Yeah, okay. Billy walks in through the front door, and he's like, I guess he's. Is he there to get vengeance on Mother Superior or is like just see his brother? He's there to kill Mother Superior. Yeah. Okay. Right. And little Tommy lets him in. Yeah. <laughs> even though the, the, Tommy, no. Yeah, even though the cops just got done telling these mm-hmm. this this entire group of people, hey, don't let anybody in. And the nun even tells him, Listen, Tommy, go fucking sit down. What are you doing? No, I said no. Does murderous Santa need a child to let him in? He has an axe. It's just a door. A glass one. No one even locked. I don't think it was locked. Probably other doors. Yeah. Yeah. No, uh, this kid does not have the ability to unlock that door. He just opens it up. It's like, Santa. Yeah, cool. I was going to come in anyways. I mean, you're not, lady, come on. You're in a, you know, what are you going to do about this? Uh, Anyway, so he's there and he's in, he's moving up and is about to kill her but then he gets blasted by some other cops that probably had lines in the first movie but do not hear <laughs> and he was like but i was going to sing david bowie oh yeah mother superior your head's yeah. about to meet with an axe changes you're shorter now changes <laughs> and this is where i really feel like ricky was like and then my brother was bested by an old lady in a wheelchair. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And now I had I have to take vengeance. Right. Uh so that's that the first of the movies wrapped up. Ricky goes and lives. Finally somebody fucking put their head to use and moved him in with a fine upstanding Jewish family. 
where Christmas isn't going to be involved very much. So, hey, nice job there, guys. Um, and one day, they're on the street. Everything's going good with Ricky and his new family. Uh, he's very well loved. Uh, he's got a, a bright future in front of him. Until one day, he sees a couple of very badass nuns. <laughs> they're walking in slow motion. These are like Guy Ritchie nuns. With laser focus. Oh, yeah. They're Guy Ritchie nuns. They... I think they're knocking over every joint on the street. I can't tell if they're just hitting the place fast or if they're on a protection racket. I just I expected their habits to fly open and a fucking shotgun to be under there and start raining lead down on people. Mm-hmm. These were badass motherfucking nuns. Uh-huh. And they looked mean. They looked mean. They're looking at the same shit. They're moving in unison like, dude, yeah. They're going to somebody's not going to have a good day. Nope. <laughs> I was kind of waiting for them to start playing it back in black. Right. Behind him, like, dun, 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 dun. No, that would be butt, dude. You got to have, like, something, like, uh, something very world music in a Guy Ritchie film. You don't have back in black in a Guy Ritchie movie. Come on, man. <sighs> Whatever. What what song would you world put behind music, him? World music, like Enya? Yeah, like Enya. Yeah. Yeah. That's what you would have put behind Guy him? Guy Ritchie always puts shit like Enya <laughs> in his shootout scenes. God, I mean, come on. Uh, Quentin Tarantino, he would have, like... Uh, James Brown. Sure. Yeah. Not fucking back in black. That's fucking Marvel shit, Jackie. Come on. Um. Anyways. <clears throat> so he's like traumatized because he's like badass nuns. And I guess that makes him flash back to the time, the before time. Sand, well, they, they put a red cloth on a picture of something that you can't. It doesn't make any sense. But now we've gotten the red and he's seeing Santa's. Okay. All right. His, his Were the nuns a part of him. anything then? I think that they're on a protection racket or they're just okay. knocking over every place on the building and they're doing it with ruthless efficiency because they were in that first store for like 40 seconds and they came right out and were in the next one. So he, at first he's just like, holy shit, those are badass nuns. But then he sees red and that. And now the, he's like, they were oh, unrelated instances. Fuck. Yeah. Okay. Santa's. Santa's. All right. right. So then he flashes back to Santa being shot. Right. In front of him. So I guess he starts convulsing with the gunshots, too, because the mom in the next scene, right, is like, he was having convulsions. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Five years go by and uh, his dad dies, his stepdad, uh, and he's pretty taken aback by it. He's pretty hurt, sad. And uh, so he he goes on a walkabout. He's got to go find himself. 50 year 15 year old Ricky. He's got to go. Who's 24. Who's 24. He's got to go find himself out in the woods, uh, have a little, take a swim in Lake Ricky. Yeah. Ricky Lake. <laughs> oh. oh, my God. How uh, long have you been holding on to that uh, one? 32 years. Uh, <laughs> so uh, he he's walking around. He sees a couple picnickers, and uh, they seem to be... A, Fairly nice couple. They've uh, they've got a nice basket and uh, they've taken some time here. They're gonna have a, they're gonna this is oh, a really it's nice date. Guy in a Canadian tuxedo <laughs> knocking down tecates, <laughs> and then he's just outwardly a douche, right? And he's like, "You love me because I'm such a douche." And uh-huh. she's like, "Yeah." He does I say do. that. He says that. And then before he was about to rape her, but he's like, fuck, I'm out of Tecate. Right. Stay there. I got to go get more beer. Safety first. Safety first. <laughs> if you drink enough, uh, uh, it will uh, 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 
like burn out the STDs. Sure. Yeah, you just have so much alcohol that you just ejaculate to Kate. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I do every day. <laughs> you don't see me bitching about STDs, do you? Safety. <laughs> Um, so it turns pretty ugly. And uh, so Ricky has is like, you know what? Fuck this shit. And I'm going to run this guy's ass over with his own fucking car. Yeah. 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 Because once again, rips the shirt open <laughs> on, the, on the female, <laughs> punches her in the face. Right. Flashback to when he was a kid. Right. And then when he was a baby. He's almost got superpowers in this shot, though, because he's not in the Jeep. And mm-hmm. then all of a sudden he's like, yeah, right. In the Jeep by right, right behind the wheel. Uh-huh. I also runs him over and then backs over him and then runs him over again. <laughs> oh, like I think four he, times. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I think he got a good four or five times in there. Uh, and the lady's like, thanks, mister. <laughs> yeah, she's the first person. Like, this is a very progressive scene because every other woman wanted to be raped. And she's like. Yeah, thanks. I didn't like that at all. No, that was not cool. And then they just go their separate ways. Right. He leaves in that guy's car, and she's stranded in the middle of nowhere. <laughs> he sells it for twenty two. And then bucks. she's like, "Unthanks." <laughs> <laughs> I gotta walk back to Chino. God damn it! <laughs> all right, Ricky confesses uh, the to the doctor that uh, his mom. Oh, this is why I wrote this note down. Yeah. You got a degree, doctor. You feel pretty fancy. You feel pretty smart. I couldn't go to college because my mom couldn't afford to send me. So instead, I got a job. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Why do you say it like that? Yeah. I got a job. (laughs) Uh, He's like a waiter or something. And he sees a shakedown in an alleyway. I guess it's some sort of mob dealer or a loan sharky type thing. Yeah, it's thing. like a loan shark thing. Yeah. Uh, but Ricky sees the red on this guy, the the mob guy. And uh, he fucking goes super strength on his ass because he lifts him sky high with one hand. And the guy punches him in the face like 20 times. And Ricky's like, uh-uh, don't feel nothing. Don't care. Uh, and so he picks up an umbrella and skewers him with it. Skewers him with it. And this is the first one of the sort of explosive moments in this film. There's a book about uh, unconventional movie weapons that I believe is called 100 Umbrellas or something mm. like that. So this is this is a big deal right here. Yeah, yeah. First of two. Hey, it's kind of weird because I, I, I was like, you know what? I don't think I've ever seen that before. Yeah. Surprising. And he opens the umbrella. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's a good, uh, good set piece. All right. So, uh, so you know, he's on to, to murdering people, and the doc's like, wait, I didn't know about any of those murders. Yeah, because the cops should have done crime investigation first rather than you just coming in here. Ah, whatever. Um, <clears throat> so the doctor's like, well, then tell me about Jennifer. Oh, I don't talk about Jennifer, doc. And then he's like, well, maybe this picture will remind you. It's the headshot that she gave our producers. Oh, okay. I'll talk about Jennifer. I'll now. talk about Jennifer now. <laughs> and then they cut back to you like, my God, does no one know what a headshot looks like? Well, what kind of worried me was that I, I could have sworn. I Maybe I'm not remembering this right. Is that it, he? It's not that he wouldn't talk about her, but I thought he said something like, I don't know who that is. Uh, no, he turns away and he's like, I'm done talking with his eyebrows going mm. at 100 miles per hour. I've, I've got it in quotes. Oh. Yeah. Uh, See, and then I thought like. 
he had deja vu like oh yeah yeah i know that person mm-hmm. oh oh that he- that jennifer oh yeah sure yeah i'll talk about her because uh yeah you want to talk about the night she and i got it on because mm-hmm. i will talk about link on that oh god this story i could i could give you every blow by blow but we'd be here for 43 seconds <laughs> <laughs> they met on a summer's day <laughs> when she ran his ass over with her car <laughs> poorly dude that's the thing is like she's not watching where she's going uh-huh. he's in the middle of a parking lot he probably should have left and then she sort of hits him knocks him he, over like looks at her like hey you just ran into me and then she lets off the brakes and runs him the rest of the way over uh-huh. and she gets out of his car and he's laying in a pile and she's like tee yeah, like, oopsie <laughs> he's like you shouldn't you haven't been drinking <laughs> I was on my way to the liquor store yeah. damn you woman what are you crazy <laughs> nuts <laughs> so they go for a ride on his motorcycle I mean like no dialogue is exchanged between these two it's just this long sweeping scene of them going on this ride and which then cuts to them banging yeah. Uh, no dialogue has taken place to them for him to lose his virginity to, virginity to her. The next thing we know, they're in a movie theater, though, and they're they're watching the trailer to a film called Chaos, and she she's like, do you like this crap? And he's like, I love it. <laughs> he was like, shut up. You're, you're, you're interrupting the amazing... I'm pretty sure that the trailer was uh, narrated by uh, Jesse Ventura. <laughs> yeah. I think it was actually the sequel to Abraxas, mm-hmm. Chaos That Never Got Made. No, the sequel to Abraxas would have been very unchaotic. <laughs> yeah, it's just, just him, him wandering with the around. family. No, he gets married to that family. Oh, <laughs> at the end of so it's actually more boring than Abraxas, right. which is nearly impossible. He gets a job. <laughs> that was the day I got a job. job. In Minnesota. Um, so there's a couple of D-bags in the back, and they're riffing and throwing popcorn. The and, silent D-bag yeah. with the mustache is director Lee Harry. Oh, okay. Yeah. All right. Nice. Uh, he doesn't belong there. Uh, it turns out, though, that they're there to see Silent Night, Deadly Night 1, which is weird because that's the film that they're watching is Santa Goes on a Rampage. Yeah. The movie. Just when you thought that you were done watching scenes from the first movie, no, there's still going to be more of that. Hey, that's my brother. Um, and then Chip shows up. Chip. Chip. <laughs> Out of nowhere, Chip shows up. Who the fuck is Chip? Yeah. <laughs> An excuse for a later scene. It's a later scene, yes. And Chip, Chip sucks. Chip sucks. He's like... Trying to James Spader, but he can't oh, do yeah, it. Oh, yeah, right. I was thinking um, Greg Kinnear as well. Yeah. <laughs> mash up between those two. Oh, yeah. Oh, Only, God. yeah, mashed up. Like, <laughs> hammered shit. Yeah, I guess he's uh, Jennifer's first bang guy or whatever. She's some fucking party boy that yeah. she got drunk and then he, she thought it was going to be forever, but it was 74 seconds in the back of a Mustang. Right. Uh, and he's like, hey, when are we going to get together? Hey, is your date killing a guy? Oh, yeah, don't worry about that. Um, hey, focus on me. Oh, okay, so uh, when are we going to get back together? Never, motherfucker. Mm-hmm. Uh, also, your girlfriend is eyeballing me. 
Yeah, right. And she, some girl's like just staring her down. This scene really seemed yeah. like it was going to go places and then just kind of cut. <laughs> I really like that the sort of adult married couple do nothing about the heckler, <laughs> right. the murder, the argument between the girl and Chip, and then Chip's girlfriend standing up directly in front of them, not letting him watch the movie because she's giving her the stink eye. And they just quietly enjoy the film, regardless of any of those happenings. Well, you know why? They took a car to the movie theater, so they had to get good and shit-faced yeah. for safety first, so those people are just shit-faced drunk. Yeah, she's, <laughs> she's actually passed out. Right. Yeah. Uh, she stapled her eyeballs open so that when she passes out, she can still see shit, because otherwise mm. that's not safe. Yeah. She bring the staples? <laughs> I don't want to miss the clockwork orange again. <laughs> again. Again. You've missed the point, ma'am. <laughs> ma'am you are the point <laughs> okay so later they're on a date walk together like oh well i was thinking we could go to the uh, botanical gardens and then maybe go uh maybe get sandwiches someplace and he's like yeah that sounds pretty good i'm in love with you uh, hey who's this guy it's chip chip, <laughs> chip is charging his battery right in the street by her house i guess i guess or just some street He's just, not next to any power outlets. No. He's just on the street charging his battery. Yeah. Huh. And he's like, hey, who's this D-bag? Uh, I, I bet you he doesn't bang as long as I do. And she's like, well, it's pretty close, actually. I mean, yeah. when you're talking matter well, of seconds, it's not that sh- much difference. Sure. Maybe it was double, but right. double one is just two. <laughs> But um, he's my new boyfriend. He's hunky. Yeah. And you're just kind of a, a shitty great canier. Um, How about you go away? And he's like, how about I kick this guy's ass? And, and Ricky's like, um, dude, what? No. So Ricky sticks the charger in his mouth and it makes his eyeballs explode. Yeah. <laughs> they pop through his sunglasses. It's pretty cool. It's <laughs> awesome. I actually thought the effects here were pretty good in the scene. Like, Oh, the, yeah. No. The it, post-production uh, electricity stuff. I think that's what happened here is that uh, Lee Harry and Joe Earl get a chunk of money and they're like, we're going to show these guys. They gave us a hundred thousand to just shoot two scenes. Mm-hmm. We're going to show them what we can do with a hundred thousand. And then they do, but then they have to make a whole nother movie out of right. it. And then that movie happens to stink a lot. <laughs> <laughs> And Jen's not too happy about it. She's like, oh, what have you done? How dare you? You killed him. Okay, bye. <laughs> okay. <laughs> and then he's like, <laughs> what does she say? She's like, oh, no. Uh-oh. <laughs> oh, yeah, uh-oh. Uh-oh. I'm walking the beast. Yeah. She's like, I never want to see you again. And then he gets, he turns into the Hulk, and she's like, whoopsie. Oops. <laughs> and he Takes the antenna off of Chip's Mustang and strangles her with it. it right in front of a cop. Yeah. And uh, the cop's like, <laughs> fu- cop's like, freeze. And Ricky's like, okay. Yeah. Hey, wait, why are you coming closer? You just keep going. I know what to do with this oh, gun. Yeah. The cop starts <laughs> monologuing. And you're like, what are you doing? You're monologuing? Look at the size of this guy. And then he cocks the gun and goes, I know how to use this thing. And Rick just grabs it and shoots him in the head with it. Like, right. do ya? 
the cop gets the most surprised look on his face like, with, with a bullet in his brain. Like, oh, oh didn't see that coming. Yeah. Oopsie. I wonder if his face is going to freeze like that so that when the other cops show up, they're like, oh, yeah, he was surprised. Yeah. Oh, boy. What was he thinking? Uh, some rando comes out and he's like, what's all the racket about? Yeah, he gets shot. Gets blown away. And now Ricky is just on his red revolver rampage, mm. just walking down the street, looking it's fucking so ridiculous because he's got the eyebrows going. Yeah. He's, he's villain laughing like a maniac, but in sporadic periods, like he's just owning the scene. He's chewing the scenery. Yes. I don't get the scene, but this is where the little girl comes in too, right? On the tricycle? Yeah. 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 So why didn't he kill her? Because she's a little girl. She's innocent. Yeah. Heart of a child. He only kills naughty people. Yeah. The like, guy like, that got, just got shot had a beer. I guess that's kind of yeah, naughty. Yeah. Right. Well, what are you doing? Trying to be safe. Not being naughty. <laughs> this other guy uh, is lifting up his trash without a back brace. That's naughty. Yeah. There's not actually a trash bag in the trash can. Either. There's like <laughs> loose banana peels yeah. and shit in there. He's, he needs that's to be naughty. punished. He needs to be punished for sure. Uh, yeah, the best part of the whole fucking movie, this guy taking out his trash. Garbage day! Yeah. <laughs> just shoots him. Which then became a giant internet meme for a long time. I that guess. was the only part I'd ever seen in this yeah. movie was garbage day. I love it. When, if, when, you, when you take the time to watch the whole movie and put it into context, boy, does it make garbage day that much better. Oh, it sure does, because you don't see it coming at all. Yeah, right. It's like, what? Garbage day! <laughs> <laughs> Sure was. <laughs> yep. Thanks for the observance. <laughs> uh, some uh, some motorists get shot and then exploded. Uh, yeah, he empties the gun on a Chevy Comet, and mm-hmm. then we see a super dangerous stunt right. with a two wheel a car right past the stuntman. As he barely dodges it. He barely dodges it that's pretty cool and then they cut awkwardly and then blow it up uh so he's uh he's nuts um he walks into the cops roadblock and uh he he's still laughing and they're like uh, put down the weapon put down the weapon he's like no and goes to shoot himself but he's out of lead and there was exactly six bullets that they used so i tip my cap to them on that At least they got that right uh cut back to the present Ricky has killed the doctor and has busted out of the the room. My God, he's loose ah! on Christmas Eve. And then I'm a little sad because I wanted to see him in the orderly throw down. Yeah, right. Even if it does only last a couple seconds and he just pulls the orderly's head off. Right. And then throws it to through to other orderlies. I could have I could have gone for a little karate fight and like your karate does nothing to me. Yeah, I'm Ricky. I'm Ricky. The story of Ricky O. <laughs> Could have gone all Ricky O right here. So yeah. That would have been sweet. Um, <clears throat> he He's jacked a, a, a Salvation Army Santa's suit and is now posing as Santa. That guy died. Um, he's now posing as Santa. And he calls Mother Superior and he's like, hey, uh, I'm. Uh, did you know it's garbage day? Because uh, your garbage time is coming, lady. Yeah. Garbage time. Yeah. Now what? she's got gross face. Yeah, they had to get a new actress, so they okay. gave this. They gave the character leprosy. I'm guessing. <laughs> that's that's what's, what I thought too. What's the prognosis, like, Doc? Jackie said leprosy, and the we're watching it. And I'm looking at it. And I'm like, 
That's all I can figure too. Yeah, she's, she's got leprosy. Doc, yeah. Doc, what do you think? What do you What do you think we do? Well, I don't know. She's got gross face. There's not a whole lot you can do. I was kind of wondering if they were gonna go for like, like a pus pop or something like that on her, or like there was a deleted scene where she got burned or something, like because it Billy, but that never happened, and so she just has random gross face. Yeah, they made a flashback when she had the stroke, and she was like making eggs and then he just goes Rah! and then right into the frying pan or something that would be funny if she was drunk she wouldn't have had that stroke no safety first she just passed out on the kitchen floor and pissed herself again yeah that's still safe linoleum yeah. safety so you get rid of the stds as you yeah. piss out all that uh Takati. um so he hacks his way through her front door and then she locks herself in the bedroom door upstairs while well, she's in a wheelchair which is kind of weird uh it doesn't get explained uh, hacks his way through her bedroom door, and she then dodges his axe by falling back down the stairs. This is so there's like a wheelchair upstairs, and there's another chair. And for a second, I thought that they had those like power things that went down uh-huh, the stairs. Uh-huh, right. I was like, oh, I didn't know they had those in the 80s. And there's like two weird rails, but it never quite explains what that's how she's doing she's it she's got an upstairs wheelchair and so a downstairs wheelchair what it seems like is that she just has an upstairs wheelchair a downstairs wheelchair and because she sort of like tumbles down the stairs grabs the banister and hops right into the chair like she's oh i guess that's before. how she does that every day yeah, she's, she's, this, is, this is old hat getting up is much harder <laughs> but uh getting down just you know let gravity do the trick for you <laughs> i want to know why she lives in apartment 666 Oh, you right. caught that? Yeah, yeah I didn't catch that until the trivia stuff. I think she wouldn't have uh, been like, look, I'm in a wheelchair, and this is a two-story, and the number's not helping. I'm going to pass on this rental. <laughs> but yeah, no. It's kind of a dick move. Come on, dude. She doesn't live at 666 Street, whatever. Come on. 666 Street, whatever. Six- part four. <laughs> uh, she grabs a knife and and is like, you've been naughty. Come and get your punishment. He's like... Oh, yeah? Naughty this. Oh, that's literally yeah. his line. Naughty this. And gives her the axe. The cops show up, and uh, they're looking, you know, copy, like, looking. This detective guy has been in a couple Williamson movies, I think. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, he's not really anybody, but I was like, I know him. And I looked at him, I was like, oh, it's Williamson movies. All right, I got it. And they're looking through all the rooms, and they find Mother Superior upstairs, and the other nun who's been had maybe a couple lines is there as well. I guess she she's just supposed to, to be the scene. nun from the first movie, but she's not not at all even close. Yeah, uh, she's like Mother Superior, are you okay? Oh, your head's off, gross. And then Ricky is there. He's like, "Die, lady!" But the cops just blast him in the chest a bunch of times. Very unRicky esque. His this move right here. For some reason, mm. uh, and he dies, or or does... does he? Because when Sister Mary wakes up to Mother Superior's head on the floor again, she mm-hmm. screams again, and then he wakes up and he smiles. He's like, yeah, yeah, that's nice. Maybe he's like that guy from the sorority party massacre uh, that follows up in the the third one called Hard to Die because that guy just can't be killed. Maybe he's like that, you like know? Bruce Willie. Wait, what? Bruce Willie can't be killed? Near as I can tell, no. <laughs> okay. All right. All right. Yeah. yeah, he's like Bruce Willie, I guess. Though. All right. Yeah. Yeah, okay. Uh, question time. Sam, let's go with you first. He's okay? Yeah. Question I mean, mark? Yeah, well, obviously. At the beginning, yeah, but he's, he's fine. I'd he's like okay. to see that short. That'd be fun. 
Yeah, it's too bad that they couldn't get him for three, because I would be like, we should watch three right now. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, there's a third one of these? No. There's oh, I thought five? there wasn't. <clears throat> oh, that's right, there is. And the three that come after this actually get, like, bigger names, like Robert Culp is in one of them, and they're all direct-to-video, but they end up, like, getting some actors who've seen better days, say. Yeah, without Ricky. Mickey Rooney's in one of them. Oh, my God. Yeah. Uh, without Ricky, there's just no reason to show up on no. any of these. I mean, oh, Santa murdering people again. Yeah, forget it. I only care about Ricky. That's who I'm here for. I could have had this movie. This movie could have just been Ricky and Doc Henry slinging their dicks around at each other for an entire hour and a half. And I would have been like, I'm fine with that. Yeah. Nothing can happen. Just this really bad dialogue and these crazy eyebrows going 100 miles an hour. That's the movie I want to see. So why did the doctor start sweating profusely? After the umbrella story. Yeah. This is fun because he's like, they didn't tell me that part because I wrote down specifically, this is the first time that they're actually talking about Ricky. Right. Before that, he's just talking about his brother. Right. He's like, oh my God, this is new. What? Oh, geez. But he had to have known about the red revolver rampage. That's, I guess it. And maybe that's just a shooting deal. So it's not as, you know shoving an umbrella through a man he yelled garbage day and shot a guy for no reason i you know if you if you're a psychiatrist that can't handle a story about a guy getting a mob guy getting an umbrella shoved through his tummy well come on you electrocuted a man on his own car causing his eyeballs to explode yeah, yeah i mean you don't belong there buddy uh, yeah yeah you're unqualified yeah screw doc henry <laughs> um does Christmas have anything to do with this movie? No. This is the time of year. Yeah. yeah no. And, and really. Santa. I mean, you could replace Santa with anything. The Easter, the Easter Bunny. Bunny. Or just oh, Sam, snap. A football player. And now he's obsessed with football players. Any <laughs> Anybody in uniform you could replace with. And, and it doesn't even have to be a mythological figure. And it would be the exact same movie. It's Christmas. It's Charlie has- Brown. Yeah, yeah. What? What? He's Charlie Brown. <laughs> yeah, like I'm just thinking of weird things to replace him with. Alf, oh. Charlie Brown. Oh, okay. A Care Bear. Yeah, right. Okay. Uh, yeah, yeah. No, it, it it has nothing to do with Christmas. Which I'm gonna go ahead and follow that up with. Does it capture the true meaning of Christmas? No. No. Nope. <laughs> sure doesn't. Does it even, even try? Doesn't even. No. Doesn't even take a look at it. No, it doesn't. <laughs> not even lip service to it. Um. So no, I don't think this is a Christmas movie. No. But uh, yeah. Okay. Anybody else? No. No. All right. Final recommendations. I'm gonna go first because it's my movie. I liked it. Uh, this is one of the worst movies ever made and very poorly like rated against all platforms. Zero RT. Yeah, but dude, I I really fucking had a good time with this, even though. Half of the movie isn't the movie that I came to watch. It's a different movie. Yeah. I usually hate that. Man, I just because of the because of Ricky. I mean, he just fucking owns. He just rules how bad it is. Uh-huh. is. So definitely for me, I I loved it. Yeah. Jackie? Yeah. I'm gonna give it a do. Okay. I thought it was funny. And <laughs> probably wasn't meant to be funny, but I thought it was funny. <laughs> and I think that the trash day was so amazing to me. I just like, 
that's all I could think about <laughs> afterwards. Like, trash day! It's, it bam! it's as big of as, like, a what? Is is anything from, say, Miami Connection? Oh, yeah. Or, I mean, just any. Samurai yeah. Cop, all all of it. And uh, just, I think Garbage Day is just icing. The whole Ricky Rampage is just beautiful. I think I think if we were to redo the uh, intro to the song, the intro to the podcast, Sam, Garbage Day would be a line yeah. that would be at. It's that good. It's just that good. Uh, Sammy, you're also giving it a do. I'm giving it a super do because I didn't see the first one and I don't fucking have to. <laughs> this movie isn't just fun to watch, but it killed two birds with one stone, which did is a, a rare thing. It did you a favor. It did me a favor. <laughs> Solid movie. Thank you. Yes. <laughs> All right. Three do's from us. Uh, if uh, you didn't. If you bother to listen to this podcast without actually watching it, it is uh, currently streaming on Amazon Prime. Uh, we've got some listener feedback. <clears throat> First, with a little bit of "You're wrong, idiot." You're wrong, idiot. I saw this starring, on Facebook. Starring uh, both Sam and me. Yep. Because, but I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna be Try to less of an idiot. Because dodge it. Technically, you said the idiotic thing first, sure. and I just agreed. I yeah. assumed yeah. you knew what you were talking about well. because you have this air of like. Oh, I know, I know what I'm talking about. But it turns out that you're an idiot. So yeah. vicariously from you being an idiot, sure. I'm also an idiot. Yeah. So thanks. <laughs> yep. I was pretty wishy-washy. I was like, was he the Riddler? He was the Riddler, yeah. right? Yeah. Uh, on no, Facebook, but- uh, Mark Clegg says, Burgess Meredith did not play the Riddler. He was the Penguin, for God's sake. Holy misleading information, Batman. Yeah, we need to get a label maker so we don't get things confused. They were able to do that on the series. Why, what would we do with the label maker? I don't know. Just start la- pasting post-it notes all over the wall. Yeah, sure. Burgess, Burgess Meredith, Meredith was, was the penguin. Random trivia Which that we could. is like three and a half feet long with a label maker. <laughs> I don't even know where we'd put it. So thanks, Mark. Uh, way to keep us on our toes. Uh, also, we've heard from uh, fan uh, Melinda Statter, who uh, emailed us, talk at stinkermadness.com. We always love emails. Uh, she says, hey, guys. Hi. Yeah. The, the end. Bye. <laughs> <laughs> Hi. <laughs> I just remembered, have you guys ever watched that 2004 adaptation of The Phantom of the Opera? I have. Uh, she says that. I have not. When I was 14, I thought it was the bee's knees, but I now realize it's pretty garbage day, even with the nostalgia glasses on. While the sets and costumes are great and Emmy Rossum turned out to be pretty good as Christine, the biggest problem is this. For some reason, Gerard Butler plays the Phantom, but had no prior experience in singing, and instead of having one of the real singers cover the songs for him, they gave him a couple lessons and said, yeah, you're ready to portray the most recognizable character in all the theater. Remember that the show has been on stage nonstop since the 80s, and by this time, many very talented men had played the part, most notably Hugh Panero, who is talented and hot. Jackie can confirm. Can she? Because I don't know if she knows who Hugh Panero is. She's looking for him now, though. I am looking for him right now. Uh, Makes great uh, bread. Uh, who I believe had been portraying the Phantom in NYC for several years when the film entered production. As you can tell, this makes me very mad! All in all, an example of how casting can ruin a film. Please rip it apart at your convenience. Uh, you know, that actually has been on my radar for a long time because when I, I saw just, it come out, yeah. isn't it Baz Luhrmann that did no, that? No, it's Schumacher. Schumacher. Yeah. That's why it, it was one of the two of them. Because if when it came out, I was just like, God, this looks like it's going to be so bad. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But it was one of those that I was never going to watch by myself. 
and it's hard to talk people into trying to watch it. And it's also like mid two hour, like yeah. two hour yeah. plus situation. Yeah. Which is making it. I avoided well. it like the plague because I swore I was done. I would never watch another Jewel Showmucker again after Batman and Robin. And then I started a shitty podcast where I realized, oh, maybe I kind of like Jewel Schumacher. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> maybe I kind of like this crap. We got to watch DC Cab, see if that's any good. Yeah. So uh, it, I will never make it an episode, but I could think of uh, one person in particular who might. But yeah. we, if it's over two hours, we have veto power, Sam. So we'll see. I can't veto it in good conscience because I feel like it's going to be that bad. That Singing and dancing, though. It's all of the things I hate, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. but it could be all of the things I hate done so fantastically poor that uh, it's worth it. Yeah. Uh, okay, so I looked this up, and yes, I have seen this movie. I figured you might have. Um, It I, wasn't a small deal. It was kind no, of, a, I wouldn't say a big deal, but it was a deal. I remember watching it. Um, I had a day off of work, and I got a pizza, a frozen pizza, and I sat down and watched this, this movie. And I, at the time, I was like, oh, this is pretty good, right? But it's been a long time. All right. And I'm looking at some of these pictures going, fuck, I don't remember that. Yeah, well, maybe uh, maybe there you go. Maybe, maybe it's, it's a revisit there. time. Um, either way, uh, we got to move on, wrap this thing up. We are not going to be doing an episode uh, next week. We are going to take the week off for the holidays. Uh, so we will be back to cram one in before the end of the new year. Uh, and then we will be back to our normal schedule after that. Um, so... Next pick is going to be Sam's in two weeks. I guess you got some time to no, light, light we can announce it. Remember, because I already told you what it was, and you rolled your eyes and you laid on your side and went Aah. because of the Herbie fully loaded. Oh no, but it does have to do with the Disney Plus, which is the Lord of Evil, and don't get it. But I guess we are all have it already. Well, we got to watch the Man. The Three Musketeers. Oh yes, right with uh, Chaz, uh, Chaz, George Platt, and Oliver Platt. Oliver Platt. Uh-huh. Uh, Chris One, O'Donnell. Chris O'Donnell and Kiefer Sutherland. And that really good-looking lady from the... Uh, burn list. Burn notice. Boobs. No, not burn. No, She's that's in not Gabrielle Anwar. Gabrielle Anwar is oh, the is queen it? of this. Is yes. it? Okay. And uh, Tim Curry is the Cardinal Oh, Tim Curry! Oh, I can't wait! <laughs> He's very Curry. Oh, I love Tim Curry. Okay, uh, there you go. There's your movie next time, guys. you got plenty of time to watch it. I hope you all have a very Merry Christmas and a Happy New Year. Merry get, Christmas. Get to the chopper. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> Merry Christmas, baby. Visit us at www.stinkermadness.com. Follow Stinker Madness on Twitter at Stinker Madness. Please rate and review us on iTunes and Stitcher. Thank you for listening and get to the chopper.